You are listening to So You Want to Read Tolkien, a podcast that goes through each of J.R.R. Tolkien's main works, chapter by chapter, and discusses them in a most ridiculous manner. One does not simply walk into Mordor. I would cut off your head, dwarf, if it stood but a little higher from the ground. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? Yeah, Till at last I threw down my enemy and smote his ruin upon the mountainside. What's happening out there? Shall I describe it to you? Or would you like me to find you a box? Now, don't be hasty, Master Miriado. Is this new devil right? Hello, and welcome to So You Want to Read Tolkien. Woo! This week, we are discussing The Return of the King, Book 5, Chapter 7, The Pyre of Denethor. I'm Caitlin. Great chapter. And um, uh, my impatience won out, and I... I've started playing Final Fantasy VII, the remake, and now I don't care about anything else and really wanted this to go as quickly as possible so that I could go and play, and we've had the opposite experience this evening. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I'm Rachel, and I've just been replaying Dragon Age because Except somehow we, we go back to video games that cause us pain yes. during times of crises. Yes, we do. What pain does Dragon Age cause you? What? What are you talking about? Have you about? played Dragon Age too? Everyone you love dies. Spoilers. Okay. A. Sorry, you said Dragon Age. You did not say two. Well, two is clearly the best one. I mean, but the whole point of oh, I mean, I disagree. Origins is also a lot of everyone dying. It really, it's just the whole the whole lesson. And why does anyone ever live in Thetis? <laughs> I mean, Origins causes you pain because of the whole. Uh, what's the dream world called? Whatever, that the whole fade. sequence. The where fade. you have to be the bear and the rat and the bull. Oh, fuck that whole thing. Anyway. Emmy? Um, hi, everyone. I'm Emmy. And while we were waiting for Caitlin to, you know, <laughs> arrive to the party, my elbow bought Dragon Age 2 on my computer in Origin. Just so smart, my elbow. Now I have this game. And I'm going to download it and play it as soon as we're done here. So you'll be playing that and I will be playing Final Fantasy VII. And it will be good times. Who's uh who's doing what? I, I wrote the characters, so I would do them unless Emmy has strong opinions. I do not have strong opinions. I will All do right. the short summary and then so... Kaylin gets the long straw. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Uh so characters in this chapter. We have Pippin, who is no longer part of the Citadel Guard, but is still doing his best. Womp womp. And we have Gandalf, who is only one wizard. Trying to keep the enemy at bay, but people keep doing stupid things. True. Uh, we have Shadow Vax, who is still the bestest of horses, but now by an even larger margin. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> uh, we have Prince Imrahil, who is also known as Sir Barely Appearing in this chapter. <laughs> I think he was there for timeline reasons. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf tells him to go out in the field, and he does. <laughs> uh we have Baragond, who is Pippin's guard friend, who isn't dead and doesn't die in this chapter. I am honestly amazed. It's kind of astounding that we get a named secondary character and they don't die. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> I don't want to add a yet to that still, but yeah. we, we are kind of through the battle, so. 
Well, there's another battle to come. He could die. Well, Caitlin. I mean, he's also, he's, I happen to know that he doesn't, if that, if that makes you feel (laughs) better. Good. (laughs) It does does a little bit. Um, anyways, we have, uh, Denethor, who is the steward of Gondor, not taking Wall to quarantine, and, uh, Faramir, his son, who is not dead yet. Yay. Uh, I also wanted to, speaking of timeline reasons, give an honorable mention to the Witch King, who is noted in this chapter as being off doing the thing that we read about in the last chapter while all the events of this chapter take place. So There we go. Just sort of remember, that's going on while we talk about this. It's a busy couple of chapters. Lots of coordinating going on. Feel free to take some liberty with my short summary. I just wanted to cast some shade on the movie. <laughs> okay. Um... So in this chapter, right, we get a good explanation for why Denethor has lost his mind, unlike in the movie. In this chapter, right, there was a ramp up, starting with the chapter before the last one, and then this one, which is all Denethor all the time. All right. Doesn't just run randomly off of the very tall (laughs) peak. Well, if you want to spoil the ending. Yeah, no, he is, he's got some drama, which I think Boromir inherited, but maybe it's like a recessive gene because Faramir does not have does not have the same dramatic panache as his father. Okay, so we are back at the gates of Gondor, where we left off like two chapters ago or whatever. And the Witch King has just flown off. Gandalf is all ready to ride off after him and join the Rohirrim in battle, but a wild Pippin appears. (laughs) It's dangerous to go alone. (laughs) That's two different... I know. That's not... Okay, anyways. I know. After asking Pippin to explain what is happening in far too much detail, while also talking about not having enough time and needing to be quick, that part made me a little angry at Gandalf, I'm not going to lie. Gandalf is finally convinced that Durnethor is about to kill himself and Faramir. So he swings Pippin up onto Shadowfax and they ride off towards the Citadel. Um, The worst part about this bit is Gandalf is just straight up like, fine, I'll do this because you asked me to, even though... Other people are going to die because of it. You're like, wow, what yep. a tick. Like, <laughs> really? It's not It's not great. Uh, they pass Prince Imrahil on the way, who is confused about Gandalf going in the opposite direction of the battle. Gandalf says he has an errand and tells Imrahil to take command of the army, which honestly might have been a better choice from the start, as at least he's a high-up citizen of Gondor, and there may have been less divide in the soldiers if it had been him in command instead of Gandalf. But whatever. Very true. While riding on through the city, Gandalf and Pippin hear people crying out that Rohan has arrived. Woohoo! Yay! If only we knew that. (laughs) I was straight up shocked. (laughs) Arriving at the gates of the Citadel, they find that no guard is there, and Pippin surmises that Baragon followed his advice and went to commit a little treason. Uh, (laughs) When they reach Van Hollen, the closed door, they find it open. And the porter dead on the ground and the keys taken from him. Because along with his treason, Baragon did a little murder. <laughs> I mean, if you're going for crimes, might as well go whole hog. I mean, I don't even know which one is worse in the grand scheme of things. Treason or murder? Hard to say, given everything. Yeah. Probably uh, treason. I don't know. That's always a capital offense. And murder <laughs> isn't? No, I mean, I, guess- I mean, not always. Yeah, yeah, anyways. Well, Gandalf remarks that this must be the work of the enemy, friend slaying friends, etc. He then suspiciously calls Shadowfax friend and sends him away. I'm actually uh-huh. going to read this because I thought it was very strangely placed right next to each other. Work of the enemy, said Gandalf. Such deeds he loves. Friend at war with friend. Loyalty divided and confusion of hearts. Now he dismounted and bade Shadowfax return to his stable. For my friend, he said... 
you and I have ridden to the fields long ago. Nope, you and I should have ridden to the fields long ago, but other matters delay me. And I just thought that he was talking about yeah. friends called friends and then very quickly called That's Shadow a little weird. friend. And he's going to eat Shadow Facts? The stables, the kitchens, it's all the same thing, really. It's not. That wasn't funny at all. <laughs> anyway, he's carrying yeah. on. There are, I mean, Tolkien, for all that he uses words carefully, there are some weird things in this chapter that just made me go, huh? Yeah, I agree. Uh, they then reach Rathdinnan and head towards the steward's house. Uh, Tolkien likes names, but basically they're inside the tomb or inside of this big ass tomb. There's a path to the area where the stewards are entombed. They're on that path. Presumably there's another path towards where the kings are entombed and various others that are deemed worthy enough. You only hear about the steward's house and the king's house, but like other people Where's everyone else? slash, well, like these are only high up esteemed individuals. But I know for a fact that they do entomb a tree in here. <laughs> and you where got the that fuck inside do they information? put that? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm not going to say which ones, but maybe eventually in the future, two hobbits end up in here. And I don't know. Aww. I don't know where they end up. Probably next to Aragorn. In the king's say. house? Like, eh. Yeah, because best friends. It's not his lover, though. A little spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, once they reach the house of the stewards, they find Baragon fighting the steward's servants at the door, and Gandalf yells, Stay this madness, which more than any other line I cannot help hearing in Ian McKellen's voice. Sir, whatever. Uh, Baragon has already killed two of Denethor's servants. He now has a taste for the murder. Poor Baragon, man. He woke <laughs> up this morning. He thought he was going to kill some enemies. Instead, he killed some friends. He's killing some other fellow Gondorians. He's got some, got some trauma to work through. <laughs> Yike. So Baragond is trying to hold the door shut against the servants and as Gandalf and like against the servants getting into where Denethor is. And so as so, um, and like, Gandalf- So like, why is he fighting the servants? I anyway, think they've, got, they've I got the torches that are going to light the wood on fire. Right, because later on Denethor yeah. grabs okay. one of their torches. So Denethor is like in there with wood and oil, but no fire. And the fire is with the servants on the other side and Baragond's in the middle murdering. <laughs> and you and the uh, the the fox can't be with the duck. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the duck can't be with the corn. God. So, Baragond is trying to hold the door shut against the servants, and as Gandalf and Pippin rush in, Denethor comes out and I guess just pushes Baragond out of the way. I don't know, and gets angry at his servants for not uh, not having already killed Baragond. <laughs> Gandalf starts yelling at Denethor, but what the heck is happening? And isn't it enough that there's an actual war going on? And why are these allies killing each other, et cetera, et cetera? Gandalf's all blah. Gandalf, weren't you uh, listening? Also, also, Denethor came out like with a sword. Like Denethor yes. was about to kill Baragon. Yes, he was. He was also going to do the murder. Yeah, Gandalf did some did some magic. Yeah, Gandalf um, goes in and he's all like bright light lit up, and everyone's like, "Whoa, it's Gandalf. whoa, a flashlight!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I definitely was worried for a second there for for Buddy Baragon to there. Yeah, Again, those secondary I characters that he always die, but not this time. <laughs> Although it is actually surprising that he lives after doing the murder. I would have thought, mm -hmm. easy way out, kill the dude. Yeah, but no, Anyways. now he's got these moral questions. So then Denethor gets all bent out of shape about Gandalf, just like in general, and eventually says that Faramir is inside already burning, which he isn't upset about because soon everything's going to burn anyway. What like, optimism. I, I, I can relate to that with like climate change and stuff, but also, come on, dude. It's, it's a weird way of thinking. Uh, Gandalf then pushes through and finds Faramir very much not burning, 
So I don't, I, I don't know what Denethor was on about. Well, he's just really he, bad at lighting fires. That's what he was serving yes. for. <laughs> I know. When was the vision- last time he lit a fire himself? I know this vision of him in there, like rubbing two sticks together while waiting <laughs> yeah. for the torches, <laughs> and it's just not working because somebody didn't complete his scouts or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that's exactly what it looked like. World's worst camping trip. Yeah. Oh my god. Going camping with Denethor, that would be the worst. Right? Uh, so Faramir is lying on top of a pile of wood and he's drenched basically in oil, but there's no fire yet. Uh, Gandalf, reminding everyone that the old man look is just, you know, a look, he jumps up on the pile of wood, picks up Faramir, and jumps back down with him. <laughs> I had such a hard time picturing this in a way that didn't look ridiculous well i think it would look ridiculous he's like (laughs) spry i guess see i have this picture of like gandalf just like throwing back his cloak and like underneath he's like super swole he's like yeah (laughs) he's the uncle iroh he's the uncle iroh of wizards (laughs) uh faramir moans the word father while being carried by gandalf (laughs) and takes this as a sign oh god why did you put that in my head sorry Oh, we have Daddy Morgoth. Why not Daddy Gandalf? <laughs> yeah, a challenger approaches. God, bleach my um, face. <laughs> so Denethor takes this as a sign that Faramir wants to die with him, as any sane person would. You yeah, know? totally. <laughs> Gandalf tries to convince Denethor that now is not the time to be offing oneself while carrying Faramir out of the suicide chamber. There's a battle to be fought, and everyone is needed. Denethor goes back into the suicide chamber, brings out a pillow, and then reveals that under the cover is dun-dun-dun, a palantir, which, if you remember from the last book we read, doesn't usually turn out too well for the people who have one. Also, it was in a pillow? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But, like, what? Side note... Feanor has been fucking shit up for five books now. And if he could take <laughs> yeah. a rest, even though he's been dead for thousands and thousands of years. I mean, you know, like, I think we're successfully out of books. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. he's ruined things on all of them. Perfect to, five for five. And to be fair, his, like, grandson? Great-grandson? Somebody who is related to him somehow had, you know, was related, was involved in the making of the rings. So, Yikes. like, Fucking Feanor, really. Yep. All right, hang on. I'm I'm struggling for a second. What did he fuck up in The Hobbit? So, like, actually nothing. But. <laughs> <laughs> but wait a second, because here it is. <laughs> but because uh, Tolkien wasn't sure that The Hobbit took place in the same world, um, he used a lot of the same, like, stories and inspiration uh, in it. So, like, the, the stupid fucking jewel that What's-His-Face wants, the Arkenstone, that's inspired by the Silmarils, so I blame Farinor for that right. also. I mean, that's fair. I mean, he doesn't deserve any benefit of any doubts. Exactly. It is kind of weird that we have the Arkenstone and the Silmarils in the same universe. I'm just saying. Right. And if you will recall when we were talking about it, we did decide that it's definitely not a Silmaril, but was probably something made by Feanor around the same time. Like, maybe like a practice Silmaril that he didn't quite get the right. The prototype? Yeah. Yep. So Seems I blame legit. him for that shit, too. There you go. Uh, so Denethor gets all uppity about how much knowledge he has of the enemy because of the Palantir and how he is sure they are all going to die. Even if they can defeat those on the battlefield at the moment, he has seen the black sails coming up the Anduin, coming down the Anduin? On From the river. The Anduin, whatever. Yeah, to finish them off, which is ironic because we all know that that's actually 
Aragorn and Legolas and the ghost people, who, by the way, I realized weren't actually mentioned in the previous chapter. Yeah, it's just oh, sort no. of implied that Aragorn comes and saves the um, day all by himself. Yeah, it's just Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli and I guess Haldir and... And, and, and Gimli's axe. And Gimli's axe, the most important part. Uh, so yeah, Denethor says they should all die or become slaves. Gandalf points out that this way of thinking really benefits no one but their enemy. I mean, yep. Let's all off ourselves before we can even fight them. Uh, can De- only end well. That's great. Yeah. Denethor then goes on a weird, contradictory rant about how he knows Gandalf wants to rule all of the kingdoms, and he lists, like, all directions, even though, like, at this point in Middle-earth, there's there's the two kingdoms. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, and that he knows Gandalf plays Pippin in his service as a spy, and that he knows about Aragorn, who would who Gandalf wants, you know, to be king, even though Gandalf wants to rule. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. It's a whole big thing. Gandalf I mean, is he's very much not in his right mind right now. Yeah, so no. he's a crazy man. Uh Gandalf is uber calm about all of this and then just sort of asks Denethor what he wants. Which I thought was strangely nice of him, almost. Yeah. But uh Denethor basically has a tantrum like a two year old and says he just wants things to stay the same. He wants to be lord of the city, and he wants to pass that on to his son, and so on and so forth. And I wrote down the page number, so I assume I wanted to read this. <laughs> 118. Oh, Denethor is a little bit here, because oh, it makes me hate him so much. <laughs> but I say to thee, Gandalf Mithrandir, I will not be thy tool. I am a steward of the house of Anarion. I will not... S- Step down to be the dotard chamberlain of an upstart, even where his claim proved to me, still he comes but of the line of a silder. I will not bow to such a one, last of a ragged house, long bereft of lordship and dignity. I meant to read the next paragraph, so we're gonna skip to that. <laughs> <laughs> I would so Gandalf asks what he wants, and then he says, I would have things as they were in all the days of my life answered Denethor, and in the days of my long fathers before me, to be the lord of this city in peace, and leave my chair to a son after me, who would be his own master and no wizard's pupil. But if doom denies me, but if doom denies this to me, then I will have not, neither life diminished, nor love halved, nor honor abated. Which I think is the fucking worst, because he's basically saying, I don't want this son because he likes you, and so I'm killing us both. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely read it that way too. He's like, "Well, I don't have Boromir." Yeah, I don't so have this, this one. Might as well have Boromir, who, it, it, yeah, it's so terrible. Yeah, he's the worst. Well, so is the and part like, where it's like, "I want," I, like, "I used to be king of this city, and now you're telling me the actual king is coming home, and that's bullshit." So I'm going to kill myself and also my child, you know so what? I don't have to see it happen. Him wow. being upset at Aragorn, I can kind of understand. Because what the fuck does Aragorn know? It's the murder suicide thing that's getting me. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. The murder suicide shit. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, that's a little bit of an overreaction. Yeah, (laughs) just a little. The the being upset about Aragorn, I get it, but the the thought process there, not so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he also needed to hear Gandalf's whole, you know. So do all who live to see such times, uh, whatever speech. <laughs> that is not for them to Because decide. it's like, well, I want to be steward during times of peace. We're like, well, tough luck, dude. Yeah. So does everyone. Like, I know. Yeah. I there's a war have, right there. You I want to have left my house in the past three days. Yeah. But I haven't. Yeah. What it's the a heck? bitch. Yep. Also, God, God can you believe we're complaining about how hard it is not to leave our house? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, fuck that. We deserve it. It is it is hard. It I, is. Like, no, you're yeah, not wrong. We don't it's have just it the funny. worst. But Jesus Christ, it sucks. Yeah. Okay. Where the hell am I? Here. Oh yes. So uh <laughs> Denethor then yells some more at Gandalf. I <laughs> cursor. It makes sense. I know. To me. I know it makes sense. It's just hilarious. Where am I? And Rachel's like, here. And the answer is no. <laughs> She's in Canada. She is not here at all. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, it's that time of night now. We've entered the dark hours. I how you say she's in Canada. As <laughs> if that narrows it down. <laughs> I just meant, you know, cross-continental. You are far from us. Yeah. You are not here. Yes, this is true. We are very socially distant. Indeed. Denethor then yells at Gandalf for stealing his son from him and is upset that he only had half of his son's love. And I'm just, as we were just discussing, this part just made me hate Denethor so much because I'd forgotten about it because the movie gives him a nice little uh, redemption-y bit where he obviously loves Faramir before he offs himself. But <laughs> fuck that, because he doesn't hear. He's killing him because he's upset about how much he Faramir likes Gandalf and bullshit and but no, no. Mm-hmm. And then basically says that Gandalf may be able to stop him from committing murder, but he can't stop him from committing suicide. <laughs> so <laughs> he grabs a torch from his servants and sets himself on fire while still holding the palantir, and it's creepy as fuck. What great imagery, though. This is so good. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Ah, here. And it was said that ever after, if any man looked in that stone, unless he had a great strength of will to turn it to other purpose, he saw only two aged hands withering in flame. Creepy. Very. Sometimes I wonder, like, God, do you think Tolkien saw the surveillance state coming? Because the Palantirs seriously give me that Big Brother vibe. Well, they were supposed to be like telephones. <laughs> I cannot I imagine anything that. less useful than using a Palantir as a telephone. <laughs> they were. They were supposed to be like you could contact your, like, if you were in. Like, Arnor and Gondor could keep in contact with each other through the Palantirs. Or if you had some dude off in some, like, watchtower. I don't know, bullshit. I, I, like, I believe there was a Palantir at where What's-His-Face stabbed Frodo. Uh, I might yeah, be making that one up. Uh, Amon Hen? Amon yeah, Hur? Sure. <laughs> Amon Sol. Damn! <laughs> the other consonants we didn't use! <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Amon Hen is uh, where the chair was. It, right. <laughs> Anyways. There's probably one there, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that you could all keep in contact with each other. When you look on Google and you just ask where was Frodo stabbed, it says Rivendell, <laughs> which would have been a very different beginning to this quest, can I just say. Hey, you know where Frodo was stabbed? In the shoulder. Uh-huh. That would make I more sense than Rivendell in large, bold letters with a picture next to it. Okay. Ah. <laughs> So Gandalf then gathers everyone together who is involved in the various treasons, murder situation there, and is all, look, boys, this was the work of the enemy. Don't blame each other. But Baragond, you did do a murder. (laughs) So you can't be a guard of the Citadel anymore. But I guess you can guard Faramir for now since you like him so much. (laughs) Great. I just want to say Gandalf has done quite a few murders. I don't know that he should really be firing anyone from their jobs. It's pretty funny, though. How he's like it. Okay, everybody, look. This is obviously all influenced by the bad guy. Don't hate each other. It's fine. But Baragond, you might have to face some consequences. <laughs> uh, Gandalf and Baragond take Faramir away on the same like stretcher thingy that he was carried in on. 
they pass by the dead porter, and Baragond has some murder regret. Um, <laughs> but then they go off towards the Houses of Healing, which I'm pretty sure is the first we've heard of such a place. Yeah, I don't remember them. Possibly. Yeah. And then they all suddenly hear a loud cry that makes them all stand still, but uh, once it has passed, their hearts are lifted up in hope and that they haven't felt since the Endless Night began, which is just another timeline thing because the Witch King has died. Yes. Yay. Yep. Gandalf passes over the carrying of Faramir to Pippin, which is hilarious to picture. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> With Baragond on one end and Pippin on the other. Uh, and then he goes to look out over the battlefield and in his Gandalfy way, sees all that has happened and is upset, believing that his own absence from the battlefield is what led to Theoden's death. God, so cocky. I know, I hated that bit. Especially since, like, he was just defeated by the Witch King. Yeah, what- Was he? Yeah. Or am I mixing up the movie? Like, his staff broke yeah. in the book too, right? I don't know. I think it just, there's a conflict at the gate and that's it. We don't oh. see what happens. Excuse me while I go back and check this out. One second. Should have done it before. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That is a movie thing. Yeah. We just, we don't get any actual conflict between them. It just bolts. All right. Great. I take back my criticisms, although it is still pretty cocky. No, yeah. it is really yeah, I cocky. Feel like, like, it's really cocky, but it's like, after all this, like, I guess, you know, is it just like the immediacy of the danger? Or did Gandalf just go, like, okay, I'm weighing like Theoden against uh, Denethor and Faramir? And I decided to choose these guys. Well, Faramir, though, is totally worth it. I mean, I love Faramir. It's just like, it's just weird to consider. But even politically speaking. Go ahead, Caitlin, because I think you're going to make my point for me. Politically speaking, Theoden, you know, he's got Aramur. Aramur has been raised in the Metaseld. I was going to say castle, but in in Metaseld. He knows how to rule. Rohan's going to be fine. As far as Gandalf is concerned, obviously, Eowyn would be the better choice. I'm not, you know, anyways. (laughs) But, like, Gondor, Aragorn comes back. He has no fucking idea how to be king. He needs a right-hand man. Arwen. One that Gandalf has been training since he was a child. Wait, maybe Gandalf and Tom Bombadil and Treebeard They're in it are together. the ultimate evil trillo- trio. Yes. Trillo. <laughs> <laughs> because maybe Denethor was right. Ugh. I felt dirty maybe saying Gandalf that. Gandalf does want to uh, rule yeah. everything. But anyways, politically speaking, I understand the needing to keep Faramir alive uh, more so than Theoden. I do agree that Arwen would be a much better queen than Aragorn, a king, but also in the book, she has zero personality. So Can't be helped. Yeah. Yep. Well, it can be, just not from Tolkien. Not for us. It's too late. The books have happened. <laughs> I was going to say that one of the reasons why I think it's super cocky for Gandalf to be like, you know, uh... Theoden died and it's all my fault. It's like, one, Theoden was his own person who made serious choices to lead his people into war. And two, he was a warrior king. Like, he was always going to die in battle. He sort of made that clear for all of the chapters he's shown up in for, you know, almost two entire books now. He's been ready to die. So, what, like, what are you talking about, Gandalf? Anyways, and also, I mean, well, we can talk about that. Well, prophecies are hard <laughs> things to talk about. But presumably mm-hmm. Gandalf knew the prophecy but maybe Gandalf doesn't consider himself a man and that's why he was thinking he was the only one who could kill the witch king because there's a lot of debate about whether or not the prophecy was about a man capital M or lowercase m yeah punctuation is yeah. important yeah support right. the Oxford could an elf comma. Could have killed him yeah exactly um and I mean it's interesting though because right you think we also Gandalf probably didn't know that you know I mean Eowyn was out not there. Eowyn but also that I don't know if he 
knew or not that Mary would be there and put it together that like that would be a one sword and he like would he think that Mary would yeah stab the witch king you know yeah I don't remember if we've ever I don't think we have seen Gandalf comment on their swords on the the hobbits I might be wrong and I mean feasibly right Gandalf might think he's the only one with a ancient sword that even could yeah but now that well I don't even know if Glamdring would have because I feel like Glamdring came from I want to say the secret secret place which is and it made by like Turgon <laughs> did you just throw a random name <laughs> maybe um we're talking I know glam- it's no, I don't mean glamping <laughs> I know right forged for Turgon mm-hmm. the elven of Gondolin oh, nice during the first age and much the later secret, owned secret by place, the wizard right. Gandalf. So, so while I'm sure it's a very nice sword, it was not specifically designed for the killing of uh, Nazgul's. Well, I'm just curious if it would have worked because like the same principles kind of apply of it being an ancient sword designed to fight the evils of, you know, Sauron. Ooh. Well, it would no because it was pre Sauron. Not Sauron. Um, yeah, uh, Daddy, <laughs> Daddy Morgoth. Morgoth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh God, I hate that you just said that. Like again, I I would have been curious to see also if if Glamdring would have done anything. Anyways, uh, so Gandalf gives a speech about good tidings and bad from the battle, and says that at least we now know how the voice of the enemy got into the city. And then everyone chimes in about Denethor's odd behavior and how they can now see when he was like going off to look at, into the plant here. Which, uh, too Which little, we too got late, that hint of it too, right? Because. He went into a tower, and then there was a bright light out the window, and we were like, huh, suspicious. I'd completely forgotten that he had a plant here, too, though, so um, that was just like, eh, weird. Yeah. No, it was definitely foreshadowed deeply many times. For once. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't just app-shadowing. It wasn't just yeah, no, that But that makes sense to me, because, like, plant ears are something that Tolkien had the whole, like, history of. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They get special names, so. Baragon stays with Faramir and keeps the keys he stole from the duty murdered. Mm. And but Gandalf uh, orders him to. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. I mean, Baragond was told. It still seems like he would be standing there beside. He didn't him want to. He, he it, was like, these have to go to someone else. And Gandalf's like, you keep them for now. Look at Gandalf just giving jobs to everyone. Just going to be standing there next to an unconscious Faramir, thinking of all of his murder. I so mean, it's going to be some unpleasant times for our buddy Baragond. He's still alive though, so that's kind of a big thing. Yes, he is alive to have the unpleasant times. So anyways, then Gandalf and Pippin head down to the battle in the chapter and... Which seems abrupt, honestly. Well, the last time the chapter en- a chapter ended with Gandalf and Pippin, it was, oh, the Witch King's here. Oh, the Witch King's gone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Segway. Yeah, I feel like, really, um, Tolkien had his one battle chapter and was like, and that's it. <laughs> and I'm bored. <laughs> so the one thing that caught my eye was... Um, the line after Denethor dies, mm-hmm. um, and it's like, okay, or as he dies, it's, and then Denethor gave a great cry and afterwards spoke no more, nor was ever again seen by mortal men. Oh, it implies he was seen and by you know, other we people. we just had, yeah, like last chapter, we just had the whole, like, the Witch King was never seen again in this age. And we're like, what about the next age? Dun, dun, dun. The way it's phrased like this, it's like, well, do immortal men see him? <laughs> like, do elves count? Can elves see Denethor? I'm wondering like, if that is the assumption, like, they see his hands in the plantier, but, like, yeah, no, you're right. We got a lot of these, like, Or maybe he's seen again in the halls Mothor? of Mandos, or the human area of Mandos. 
the human area. I mean, like, yeah, I'm sure he's seen there, right? I mean, he's seen by dead men, but like, like, does it does it ever get addressed? Like, do they make an exception for Baron and Luthien? Like, well, no, because because Luthien became mortal. Oh yeah, so. so I guess it's better to say the mortal area, not necessarily. What the about human area. Legolas and Gimli? No, I think Aww. they're fucked. Although they do both <laughs> sail to Valinor, so it depends on um, if you think that Valinor grants immortality once you land on it. Which we can talk we, about do they see Denethor later? <laughs> we have pretty much decided that it doesn't. Even though, then why would you sail away to there? I don't know. It's a heaven metaphor. Yeah. Catholicism. Yes, I, it's yes, everywhere. I mean, even I got that, but even in Middle Earth. But it is. But people do still die in Middle Earth. It's not. It's not just like elves and Frodo who deserve heaven. No, but everybody else gets the Hall of Mandos. <laughs> right. Yes. Because they're not yeah, Catholic. They just go down to Hades Town. Yeah. Like like listen, Gimli. Soundtrack. Also go to Valinor, and it is sort of said that Sam does too. Converts. I'm sorry, I'm taking this metaphor way too far, guys. <laughs> it happens. Make it stop. Anyway, I want to know what immortal men if see. They would see him floating see in the haunting, ghost of Denethor. Ha- haunting the halls of um, the tombs, whatever they're called. I yep. forgot their names already. Or like sitting and pouting yep. on his throne, which is not a throne, but it his is. His lesser throne. His lesser throne, which God, how many times do we think he sat on the real throne? Because I think a lot. Probably. He seems like that kind of dude. I'm torn between the thought of him, um, like, sitting, like, the, the thought of him sitting on it because of being egotistical, and also the thought of him, like, never doing that, just so he has something to feel like, have a martyr complex about. Oh, fair. Right? He just stares at it, resentful, letting it feed his no, no. enmity. I, there must be some, like, drunken steward rite of passage when they're, like, teens that, you know, you get drunk <laughs> and you go and you sit on the actual throne. That's fair. But also, I can't picture Denethor as a drunk teen. <laughs> I just, I just can't. Listen, forget President Snow. Let's get that prequel. Who needs the Hunger Games when you can get weird Gondor? Despite the drinking and uh, smoking of weed... I can't really picture anybody other than Mary and Pippin intoxicated. Yeah. Or or just, I mean, intoxicated or like young, even young is just hard for a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, Gandalf especially, even though he might be young, who knows? Yeah. I don't think Gandalf ever looked young, though. I was going to say, well, did Gandalf really grow up? I feel like he was just born ancient. No, no, no. So, because he's a- Maya. Maya. There we go. I was going to say, well, I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. It was really dumb. <laughs> um... He's as long a Maya, as we're going to say he's a Silmaril, then I think we're fine. <laughs> no, no, but it was on that same level of dumb. I'm just going to like pick another a Tolkien word. Um, so he's a Maya, and him and the four other wizards, when they came to Middle Earth, just decided to make themselves look like old men. Mm-hmm. Yes, like that. That's it. Seems legit. They wanted to be old men, which seems Why? weird to me. But okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why I not? No questions. All right. Anything else? Uh, I don't think so. I think I think so. It. I think we've covered the sheer level of dumb in this chapter. God, Denethor. Mm. Alrighty, so next week, we are reading Return of the King, book five, chapter eight, The Houses of Healing. Yay! That one's a little less dun-dun-dun than a lot of the chapters have been recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds kind of pleasant, actually. Blatantly optimistic, really. Yeah. If you 
enjoy our show and would like to support us in a monetary manner, you can do so at patreon.com slash so you want to read Tolkien. If you don't want to support us in a monetary manner but still enjoy us, you can always leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast listening program of choice. Program is not the word I usually use there, but we're going with it. Um, you can contact us by email at wanttoreadtolkien at gmail.com or on Twitter at toreadtolkien. And I think that's everything. So, oh, nobody's interrupting me. Great. So I'm Caitlin. I'm Rachel. And I'm Emmy. And we'll see you all next time. Bye. 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 Our awkwardly high-pitched goodbyes. So speaking of downloading a video game, I'll probably cut this out, but I decided on Sunday that I could no longer wait for my week of vacation coming up and I'm going to start Final Fantasy VII today. And then it took 11 hours to download because it's 85 <laughs> gigabytes. Yep. <laughs> That'll do it. Mm. Um, while you were dealing with your issues, I was watching videos from an article about someone who modded it so that Cloud's wearing the dress the entire time. Nice. That was, Isn't it though? That was a good choice. That nice, I made. Nice. I have never played Final Fantasy of any type. Oh, I think you'd enjoy them. Well, we tried. We, we did we not. We tried one. It, it, it was 10, which I love, but I forgot how incredibly obnoxious I find RPG sequences. Um, where and you're like in you turn-based. Oh, okay. I See, I like grew that. up with JRPGs with the turn-based battle, so. I think we've I talked like about it. it before, maybe when we were playing Three Houses. Um, yes. Yeah, I don't know. It just takes forever. I like things where you can beat them really hard with a stick. Well, the yeah. newer Final Fantasies, they all have real-time battles, and you, you do do that. Final Fantasy <laughs> VII, for me, is mostly a button-bashing game. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, how all good video games should be played. Yep. Right, guys? Yep. Hit X a lot of times. All it's the time. square in Final Fantasy VII. Ugh. Yeah, that's okay. probably also why we did really badly. <laughs> Side note, <laughs> side note to our side note here. I'm also playing Animal Crossing, right? And Nintendo and Sony have like opposites, opposite orientation mm -hmm. for their confirm and their cancel button. And holy uh -oh. fucking shit, is that screwing me up a lot. <laughs>